a small town, only 100,000 people. Those 100,000 people may be different in many ways, but there's one thing that brings them all together, the Green Bay Packers. In Titletown, the blue-collar city only knows hard work, tailgating, championships, but more importantly, they know family. We have a saying in this town, faith, family, and the Green Bay Packers are all that you need. Sanjay and I grew up in Green Bay. You could say that we are Green Bay, or even better, the voices of Green Bay. We bring a local feel of Packer fandom to a worldwide audience. Friendship, family, and football. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Freezer Podcast. we're back we are i'm sanjay that's matt that's fred but you know what i'm gonna cut this shit because i'm i'm actually really angry right now because i was just made aware by matt jensen that some prick and you know that prick actually we have a video of him paul allen all right radio announcer for the minnesota vikings all right game day call it has the audacity to like come out and say some dog shit stuff about us and yet Here's what I just want to say real quick before we get into our freaking show. <laughs> You've been a radio announcer for how many years for this dumb team, all right? And you've seen the heartbreak. You've seen a couple miracles. You've seen a couple things. Maybe the, the uh, Bethel Johnson or whoever the hell that was against the Arizona Cardinals, and you get that touchdown that you get on them, and then actually you let the Packers get in the playoffs that year. But then you lose round one. But you've seen how many times you've come close to getting to something, and yet you still have nothing. So fine. You got this one. You got one on us. Matt loves to say it. It's your Super Bowl. Great. You know what? We'll see at the end when you're 8-8. Eight and eight. Well, sorry, 8-9 eight and se- uh, eight and nine probably because we have 17 games. You're not going to be above 500. You're not going to make the playoffs. I actually think the Bears might make it even before you do. So enjoy this for one moment. But hey, we are back. It's the Freezer Podcast. <laughs> We are brought to you by Game On Wisconsin, brought to you by Our Tech Ventures, brought to you by Lakefront Brewery. Uh, that's Matt. That's Fred, like we always say. Uh, we are here on a loss, uh, unfortunately. Yes, it is not a victory Monday. But you know what? We're holding up our heads high, but we are 8-3. and three. So this is – Sorry, 7-3. and three. Sorry. Is that, what is it? 7-3 and three or 8-3? and three? I can't even remember. 8-3. 8-3. Three. Three. So we are back down uh, a game – behind the Arizona Cardinals, but uh, yeah, and Matt's flag is back, and we Couldn't are take still going to ridicule be, again. We are still going to be, like, uh, still proud of our team. We're still going to mm. be showing that, hey, look, we are still a, a rising team that once we get guys back, uh, hopefully soon here in the next few weeks, things will turn around a little bit more in our favor, but uh, in the end, we are still Packer fans, but guys, it's been a long – I feel like with these losses that we are just uh, – it's kind of like one of those things where you just turn everything off and you're like, damn it, I, I'll see you next Sunday. I'll just see you next Sunday until we can get that W again. But your thoughts overall on the game, uh, guys, I know it's a, it, it's, a, it's a stinker. Even though, hey, look, we battled back. It could have been way worse, but we actually made it a really entertaining game. Uh, game. But your thoughts real quick on, on the uh, – overall loss what's your feelings at least on the loss well uh you know i don't like losing to the vikings so this one stings a little bit although i would say that the potential you know for this game was kind of there you know particularly as the game started to unfold and you lose you know elton jenkins to to a a catastrophic knee injury for the rest of the year um but trying to keep perspective, you know, we're, we're still eight and three. We're in the thick of the, the things here. You know, Dallas lost yesterday against Kansas City, so they didn't pick up any you know ground on us. Obviously, Cardinals, you know, had a nice favorable matchup uh, going against Seattle. Got to win it with their backup. But but to go back to the division, though, never like to lose to the Vikings, particularly on the road. Um, you know, I still believe Green Bay is a better team here, but it came down to execution, guys. I mean, it was kind of the tale of two halves. You know, first half was sort of this. Um, not really sure what it was, like a rudderless ship. The offense didn't really have a rhyme or reason to it. Defense, 
you know, kind of struggled the whole game. Fortunately, in the second half, the offense figured it out. Defense got a couple of timely stops to let us get back into it. But ultimately, you know, it wasn't enough. Um, but, you know, it's you live and you learn. Unfortunately, they don't have a lot of time to lick their wounds because you got the Rams coming to town next week. And what is shaping up to be a very pivotal game in the NFC, particularly when it comes to playoff seating and positioning for the playoffs. So so this loss definitely definitely hurts. Yeah, I mean, it hurts because it's Minnesota. I mean, that's pretty much the only thing. But it's not like we got our, our asses kicked. It's not like we got our shit rocked. You know, you can go back and you can pick maybe one or two plays that could have easily changed the outcome of this game. Um, so for that reason, you know, I'm not that concerned about it. And I'm also not that concerned because I could probably field an entire offense uh, or at least a, a, there you go, that kitty cat. I told you, there's just animals just won't leave me everywhere. alone. Everywhere. You can't, you can't hang the, out. The Jensen Zoo. Um, <laughs> I could probably, I mean, you, you, we have at least eight to nine different <laughs> players out there that are all pro or Pro Bowl caliber that are out. So it's not really a fair, it's not really a fair win. And I'm not really going to, you know, freak out about it because I think if we saw them any other situation, um, we'd be all right. Matt, you have a cat coming out of your shoulder. <laughs> He, yeah, he reminds me of like Matt Damon, where they like that movie. He's like, we bought a zoo or whatever. She's hanging out, dude. She's not leaving. I can't do anything She's about it. it. She's just gonna hang out. Yep. She's in it. She's a new part of the yep. show. Yep. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 frustrating in that regard. But I'm not like I'm not freaking out about it. And I I guess I don't know yeah. if I have some sort of zen with the situation. But to me, it's just like let us like match us back up when we're full strength. You know, like we literally were like a a Mason Crosby or a savage interception away from the completely different like end of that game. So like, yeah, is it really something to be like, Oh my gosh, this team's falling apart now injury wise. Yeah. We're falling apart. So like, there's obviously some serious concerns about that. We'll get into that, but it's still just like, to me, it's not, I'm not freaking out. You know, I'm not freaking out. I will say, you know, you guys know me. I was very before the season, and I still am. To me, this is all about the playoffs and the Super Bowl. Like, it's, it's to me, it's Super Bowl or bust. Anything less than an yeah. appearance in the Super Bowl is a failure. And I'm not, I, you know, in seasons past, it's been, hey, you know, we got this far. I'm, I'm happy about it. I'll be happy about that in the end, but I'm most concerned about January. And what concerns me a little bit is, are we a little too injured? Like, I mean, are we going to be able to overcome these injuries long term? I know we got some guys you know, who are in the fold to come back. But Green Bay, as we were talking before the show, very coy about their status and kind of where they're at with their progression and coming back. You know, when you talk about Z, Jair, and David Bakhtiari. And then the other one would be, to me, is the offense is sputtering. I mean, we're 10, 11 weeks into the season now. They have yet to really play a full game. They're kind of inconsistent. They're dealing, of course, with injuries that's contributed to it. Um, but to me, that's a concern. They're, they haven't, they, they're, not good in the first quarter. I f- forgot the stat was their negative 21 or 28 points. I don't think last or yesterday helped at all. So there's some things that are showing up with this team that have been here long term that do give me a little bit of concern, but I think they're resilient and they can overcome them. Well, I think let's just, I mean, let's just dive right into this and we'll, we'll talk about the game, but we'll talk a little bit around the news around the league as well. But um, let's get the bad news out of the way. And that is what we found out today about Elton Jenkins done for the year. ACL injury. You hate to see it, especially with offensive linemen, because it seems like with those guys, you really don't know what the t- – I mean, look at what we're seeing with David Bakhtiari. Like, we don't really know how these guys will fight back. I mean, these are – these are big, big things for, you know, big guys like that. Like, they you know, have a lot of weight there that they're pushing left and right. So, it's got to be, like, completely repaired and, you know, before he kind of steps out and gets back to his elite level. Um, your guys' thoughts on Elton, obviously, we, we all know what his, you know, contributions are to the offense and what he means. But, you know, in essence, it was it's almost like if you lose Rodgers or Devontae, obviously, like Bakhtiar, you're like your, your heart sinks. But your thoughts real quick on Elton. <clears throat> brutal, brutal loss. I mean, back to back seasons, you've lost your your one and two top two linemen to to significant <clears throat> knee injuries. You know, as we obviously are seeing with Bakhtiari, you know, it's a year, about a year to come back from this. So. You know, project this out. We're we're talking about maybe Elton Jenkins if he's on the right path and lucky coming back around Thanksgiving in 2022. So that's big, man. That's a big loss, not just for this season, but for next season. And again, I go back to we need to get Bakhtiari back, but how long can we keep this team kind of propped up with all these injuries happening, man? I mean, I you you don't want the bottom to fall off, but we need some of these guys to start coming back. 
Yeah, the one thing that you can maybe hold your head high on with Elton Jenkins is his age. So there might be yeah. an opportunity for a quicker recovery. We've seen guys come back really quick from different injuries. So, I mean, Bakhtiari is getting into that prime time of his career. Jenkins is a little bit younger. So maybe there's some potential there. But you're right, ultimately, <laughs> to the point where you're probably going to get him at full strength. Yeah, you're looking at a good year. And um, it's tough. I mean, out. Elton Jenkins to me is a Hall of Fame at this point or almost in his career. Swiss it's Army knife ridiculous. too for us. I mean, he's a five, he's a five, a five position player. He plays <clears throat> all of them at a high caliber. Um, he's the kind of guy that you know we've had a few different times in the last like decade. You know, J.C. Treader was one of them. Um, just guys that can play a lot of different positions. And when when you have injuries on the offensive line, like you're always going to have, he's always stepped into whether that be center, left tackle, left guard, wherever he needs to go. And we, we don't fall off. Sometimes we even get better at that position. So it's, I, you can't replace that. And I don't know. Um, I don't think we have a, we have a real good grasp yet on how big that injury is going to be for us going into the rest of the season. Yeah. Hopefully we can, hopefully that next man, <laughs> next man up mentality really sets mm -hmm. in on that line. I mean, we've shown, or we've seen, especially at least in training camp, but that's training camp, the, the, the beat and all these other guys talking about all these linemen we have, especially inside, so we'll see how versatile some of these guys are. I mean, uh, God knows where Dennis Kelly is. Uh, I, he's the man, the myth, the legend, apparently in this. Uh, is he even on a team? We know, have we seen him recently? Maybe, maybe we'll get a little <laughs> sneak peek of where he's at. Is he real? <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, big loss. Uh, let's real quick break down these uh, NFC and AFC uh, standings. We do sit at number two uh, in the league right now in the NFC playoff standings uh, at eight and three. But the Cardinals, with the win, without Kyler Murray and Diop, uh, big win there uh, against Seattle, against a divisional opponent, gets them to nine and two. Cowboys at seven and three with their big loss to the Chiefs, uh, and they also lost, you know, guys to injury. But Buccaneers play tonight. I don't know what the Giants can do, but you never know. Uh, and Rams sitting right behind them at seventy-three, and yes, the Vikings at five and five. Saints is, uh, in the seventh spot at five and five as well. So, your thoughts, guys? I know we keep mentioning it at least with the the gauntlet that it is in the NFC, and which it still remains to be that. But you're seeing how injuries are affecting all teams across the board. Um, you just saw it with Robert Woods last week for the Rams. You're seeing it with uh, AB and Gronk in Tampa. You're looking at it with. Arizona right <laughs> clear in the eyes without their star quarterback and star receiver. And you're seeing us, uh, you know, losing our big name guys. So, I mean, it, across the board, I mean, there's still a lot of game left uh, in this, in this season. You never know what's going to shake out in the, in the top, I guess, but next week is a crucial game, but is it? Cause you never know how these guys are all going to beat up on each other, you know, at the end of the, uh, at the end of the year. So your thoughts guys on the NFC. <clears throat> yeah, I would say the that game next week is crucial because, you know, uh, to me, I think if you want to have the one seed in the NFC, I don't think you can have more than four losses. And if they were to lose to the Rams, you hit four losses and that's a and that's a tiebreaker potential there. Um, I don't know that they're going to win that division, but still it, it, it drops in the seating. But, you know, if the Packers can get healthy, I look at that list of teams here and is really not one of them that I don't think that they can they, they can hang with. I mean, the Buccaneers look completely different on the road than they do at home. Um, I mean, uh, two different teams, you know, I, I don't really, I don't really care about the, 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 the wildcard teams, the Vikes or the, the saints, you know, I, I think that they're, you know, whatever, but, but to me, the eyes has got to be on, you know, the, uh, the Cardinals, of course, the Cowboys, and then the Rams. I think you got to beat, you got to beat the Rams, man. You got to get in position here. You got to stay level with these teams. You can't fall back and lose that, uh, you know, controlling your own destiny type deal. Yeah, I'm. <clears throat> I don't know, man. I feel like I'm so uh, against the grain, I guess, if you will, when it comes to being someone who's super consumed with seating and positioning. I know that it's important. I know that it's obviously nice to have home field advantage, all those things like that. But it's just getting into the playoffs, and I don't see us not getting into the playoffs, right? So when it gets past that point, like I've, I've we've all watched football now for a very long time, some of us a little bit longer than others. Um, oldie. Yeah. Uh, waiting for that. Um, so I've seen us go into the playoffs 15 and one. I've seen us go into the playoffs nine and six. I've seen, I mean, I've seen all different sorts of entrances into the playoffs and I've seen all different sorts of results. So it's kind of one of those things where it's like, I, I don't, I'm not going to like stress about, Oh my gosh, See, are we going to be the number one seed? I know it's nice. I know it's helpful. There's a lot of things to that. Um, 
But regardless of the fact, I mean, you're right. It's it's Rams, <laughs> it's Cardinals, um, and it's Dallas. And if you really just want to break down those and in, in those three teams at, at the at their best, I mean, Dallas. Whether that if, if Dallas comes to Green Bay, that's going to be hard for Dallas to beat us. And if we go to if we go to Jerry World, well, we have that stat on our side big time with Aaron Rodgers. Arizona, yeah. we have that win over them. We have obviously a little bit of whatever there. The Rams would be the only one that would be kind of a wild card thought process because of McVay and Lafleur's history and kind of just where they're at. But like it to me, it's still we can't like, win in Tampa, so we don't want to be there. Well, so. No, I, cannot we, go to Florida. You, cannot go to Florida. Yeah, can't go to Florida. But to me, it's just like it's playoffs, and who knows? Like, uh, so I'm not gonna like freak out if like we lose to the Rams. I mean, a very good team, and think, well, we're screwed. Like. Good. Let them beat us. Let them think they have our number when we meet them again in the playoffs, and we can try some new shit out. I don't know. I mean, I think, I think we're making the playoffs. I think that that's definitely a thing. And I, 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 and I agree with you, Fred. I think Packers can go anywhere and beat anybody at any field whenever they want. I think that they're that good. The only reason I thought maybe this year that that one seed because it's the only seed that gets a buy, and considering how beat up the Packers are right. in that late bye week, they might actually benefit finally because last year they're they're pretty much healthy. I mean, they didn't really have any issues. Right. They just had a nice week of rest. So I thought maybe this year it'd be worth fighting for. You know, and I just think it gets complicated if you drop that to the Rams. If you, well, if you win that game, that, like, wait, that's what maybe, I'm saying. They might need. Maybe it. We, well, no, I'm saying maybe we need the, you know, the the chips are against us. The 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 less pressure. Like when you had that one seed, everything's supposed to go through you, right? And we saw what happened yep. against Tampa Bay. Now, granted, the Bach injury sucked at that yep. timing, but like you're supposed to win that game. Like I'm I'm sorry, you have a a, a Florida team coming up into the frigid temperature. You had all the interceptions from Ja and. It, it was 12. It really was a three and out after that pick. Like that should have been the game. So, I mean, I, we can argue about that game all we want, but in the end, I'm, I'm with Fred. Like I, I, I do think that you don't need to like actually have them one seed because in the end, you're right. You have to just play the game and you got to win wherever you are. And we've yeah. won a Super Bowl at the six seed as a six seed. Now, I don't want to be the seventh seed, but like, no, you know, I mean, but at the same I time, mean, like, okay. You got to win your games. But look, but look at the teams that are going to be in the playoffs. Rams, L.A., yeah, yeah, okay. Cowboys, Dallas, Tampa Bay, Florida. You beat the Cardinals I mean, with all these no receivers. Yeah, like, I, I understand, beat- but why, w- why wouldn't you put a focus on having that game at home? That, that's my – have that game at home when you know that that evens the playing field even more. Because in that Rodgers, regard, you it, already have a chance no matter where you play. Yeah, in that regard – Green Bay has it, not mattered in the playoffs for – I mean, I mean, it has, but, like, it also hasn't. It hasn't, it hasn't. Lost I agree. Yeah, so, the weather, the no weather thing is the only – only reason that i would lean towards it but we've also it's not like we're 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 talking about it like it's far era like we're far did not fucking lose at lambeau and especially no. when it was older i mean Unless we've seen rogers we've seen rogers falter at lambeau in the cold so i mean i just i guess it's to me like would i take the number one seed 100 percent. would i prefer the number one seed absolutely am i going to stress week in and week out about whether or not we're going to get the number one seed not really. Like, I want to know about that actually. I'm sure maybe average average Joe, Iowa Joe knows because I'm thinking that I'm thinking of the games. I'm average Joe. It's, I mean, I was like, I was like the most average fucking state in the world. So okay. it's pretty much like average Joe. We had the Giants, the 49ers, <laughs> and we had uh, the other uh, other big one that we lost at home. What what? How many losses Bucks? does Roger? Yeah, and the Bucks lost. I mean, how many does Rogers have compared to Favre at home in the playoffs? A lot more. He's the, a lot more. Rodgers is running to some buzz saws, and he's I mean, also had some real shit defenses in, in right, this game. Yeah, I, so far, it's more than it's it's less than five because I'm just thinking. Far, oh yeah, Favre, I don't. Yeah, I can count far, on my fingers. I don't with, think I don't think Favre hand. had as many home field advantages. Home games, like no, we were a lot of like we were a lot well, of wild Rogers, cards. Yeah, either as Rodgers, I mean Rodgers hasn't had that. Many, I mean he's had one game for sure. A lot of times he's never had like home field throughout the playoffs. You just the stat was there, yeah. right? That was his first one. His first NFC Championship game at home. At home was That's last true. year, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, anyway, I'm not trying to argue Parvin Rodgers. But anyway, so I guess we can see how the things shake out at the end, and we'll see what we where we're at. But this is the midway point. This is obviously a crushing loss with Elton Jenkins. Um, real, real, real quick, we'll just uh, touch on the AFC. We got Titans that lost at 83, and it's just a weird oh, – a weird standings know. in the AFC. I mean, I know the Chiefs are look out for the like, Chiefs. Yeah, the Chiefs are Buffalo kind of going coming back, but like Buffalo what happened to lost? Buffalo? Like yeah, I thought like, Buffalo was like yeah, they were on they were on track to literally like I I watched it like 
the couple games before they decided to shit the bed all of a sudden. And I was like, damn, dude, who the hell is going to stop Buffalo? Like, Josh Allen was rushing. They had no running and throwing for. They're going to lose in the division of the Patriots. Yes. And the Patriots. The Patriots are seven and four. It's like, oh, Brady's gone. Well, guess we're going to see them going to, you know. uh, It was uh, always Bill. But it wasn't always always Bill. Bill. It was. Hey, hey, that Josh McDaniels, though. I mean, we're seeing him, too. Hey, you get him a good (laughs) good quarterback that can kind of run a system that he wants. Real deal. Uh, it's a green screen of my flag it's just a green flag (laughs) uh so i mean afc we don't really give too much shit about them until we see whoever in the the super bowl but it's a really weird afc and it's still weird to me that the titans are at the top uh so i don't know Uh, like who's gonna really come out (laughs) i think it's got to be the chiefs until until they lose in the playoffs right i don't buy any of those teams at this point i mean I i get it like you know they had some two big, you know, wins. I mean, I guess Jordan Love, I don't know if you consider that the big win, but no. I know the Raiders are not. I mean, the Raiders are just, you know, shooting yeah, themselves like in the foot even all the time. The Ravens, a team that everyone was kind of hyped on earlier. Yeah, on. I mean, they struggle. Right? Yeah. Can't fuck, he can't throw a pass that's like uh, right. on target. So I don't know, man. And the the Bengals, Colts, no, I mean, the thanks. Colts, there's a lot of greatness about the Colts. I mean, obviously, Jonathan Taylor killing it, um, you know, on Wisconsin, but like, Ultimately, like, are they a team that I fear? Not really. No. Like, to I, me, it's, it's got to like, be the Chiefs. Until what would, I, beats what them. would I do to be on a Mayflower truck and going into the AFC right now? To For be real. In that shitty conference. But, hey, you never know. <laughs> these teams can figure it out. Like I said, it's the halfway, halfway mark. Maybe these guys figure it all out. So uh, let's get to the second big topic that we need to discuss today. And, uh, <laughs> Nick, thank you so much for kind of teeing it up for us. And I know this is such a weird thing. It's like one of those, like, it's, it's, it's like, uh, maybe, you know, a sin, maybe just talk about this guy so badly, but sometimes you have to, I mean, honestly, you, you kind of have to when you're not performing and if you're supposed to be clutch, cause I'm going to tell you right now, the most clutch kicker in the NFL is Justin Tucker. Okay. I've never, ever had an issue with Justin Tucker. That's the guy that I think I would pay $5 billion for because I know he's really good. Whoa. Maybe second, Robbie Gold. Oh, you would not pay five billion dollars. Okay, no. But anyway, I'm just saying, like, I, this is becoming an issue. And anything inside, what was it? What was the stat? Anything between like 25 and 38 yards or 40 yards? It's like I got it right here. Thank you, Zach Cruz. He's he's one for six on field goals between 30 and 49 yards in the last five I'm sorry. games. <laughs> Overall, he's missed NFL high four kicks between 30 and 39 yards. So just dog Those shit. are money kicks. Those are games that we lose. Gimmies. Lose. Gimmies. Like, I mean, last night we lost. Or we could have been tied. We lost by three points. So you just look at this and you look at the Chiefs game. We lost by six points. We missed two field goals. Like, and I, it's not all on him. I get it. We've uh, we've had some snap issues with the left-hander. We've had holding issues with Bojo. And I get it. It's a, it's kind of a cluster. But look at this. I mean, that that's what I, I said the same thing. I said, look, I know he's in Packer royalty, but at some point you got what's the leash on this guy? And obviously Matt, you know, stuck up stood up in his corner tonight and said, look, he, we are definitely not, you know, getting a different kicker. Which again, you're which not is, get which a is, right now. <laughs> which is <laughs> like, hilarious, hilarious because in this year, in 2021, we've already had two episodes. Where we crowned him hero of the game. I know. And put a pull, so and Teddy weird. was the best because he had two clutch game winning shots. Like he, he can be clutch, but now, but, said, like, but, now like, not- but then he's now he's going through his shit. So like, can we not kick in because, the first quarter because that's clearly his bad quarter? Right. Like, no, and I'm not. I'm not defending him per se. No. I mean, because obviously, like, that is your that is your singular job. You can do it. Like, make it happen. Um, but. That's also kind of the, the 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 downfall of being a kicker. Like you literally have one play. Yeah, you don't usually get another chance to make up for I, it. And then if you do, you screw it, you're screwed. So I can handle I can handle, you know, you pushing it left or right on a fifty some yard field goal. I can I can get behind that and understand that. But when you're missing the chip shots and you're missing the gimmies, the the easy automatic threes. That's that's when it's a problem, and I'm going to call him Mr. Doink. Well, like, are we gonna it, have, like, <laughs> well that's what you worry here? about. Like, that's what you worry about is that this happens in the worst possible time, which would be the playoffs. And but the hard part is, and I've I've thought about this all day and yesterday. It's like, you know, I think everybody's frustrated with Mason Crosby, but it's the it's the thought that you've seen other teams spend years and years and years 
that they cut a guy, a kicker, because he missed some kicks, and they spent five years circling guys yeah, through the I organization that, and could but... never find anybody. And I think Green Bay is like, we don't want any part of that. We would rather ride this out and make the decision right, in the right, offseason. Because yeah. if you cut him, who knows what happens after that. Yeah. And well, and Matt, honestly... Mean... Go ahead, Fred. Go ahead. No, and, and to to take a different approach to it, because um, I do love Crosby, and you're, you're absolutely right, Matt. I mean, look at just the NFC North. I mean, right, yeah, the failures Vikings, by man. Minnesota, the failures by Chicago lost the chance to go to the Super Bowl on a double doink. I mean, yeah. Minnesota's lost out on multiple opportunities to go to the Super Bowl because of kicks. So yeah, we, we don't, we can't bitch about it, but on, on the same spectrum, if you will, I would, I would challenge. Why are we kicking field goals? That's this well, I want to be. Get the Maybe fucking ball. In the kick, yeah. If like, we can critique just, Aaron Rodgers, we can we should, critique Matt or Mason Crosby. You I'm shouldn't have, you now. shouldn't be getting in that situation when you have right. Devonte Adams, Aaron Jones, Aaron Rodgers. Like, so yes, I know that you're going to have to kick field goals and I'm like, I'm not stupid. I'm not being an idiot, but I almost, I am going to look at it and say anything. Inside I, I, I would question. Well, you know, no, I would just say, <laughs> I don't think we should question Mason Crosby as much as we should be questioning the offense and why they're not putting up points. this true why we're having we no to problem. rely on let's him. talk That's about not... it let's talk about yeah, the offense because 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 i think it's but they and you guys correct me if i'm wrong but i don't believe out of any game they played this year have they played a complete game they played no, a couple no. of quarters they've had some drives but at no point have i ever left one of these games going damn they showed up and they balled out for 60 straight minutes. It has not happened yet. I know injuries are definitely going to be part of that, but that's kind of my concern here is the team has been propped up by the defense. They're, they were 8-2 and two coming into that game because the defense was playing out of their minds and they got some timely play from Rodgers in the offense. Enough. They never scored over 24 points. They finally did in the loss, but they have not been world beaters. So do you guys think going forward – that this is injury driven or should we be concerned as we're entering kind of, you know, quarters entering the fourth quarter of the season here in a few games that they're not really clicking on all cylinders yet and quite haven't figured it out. Well, it's funny because I I feel like, let me get this one real quick. Let me get this one. I, I just think Matt LaFleur has to be in question too, because if, if you're going to blame the offense, there's some calls that I just feel like, look, you're, and maybe this is 12 thing as well. You're seeing 12, always chuck it downfield. You're not seeing the actual offense of motion being run. I saw there was a tweet that we haven't ran motion in like two weeks. And like where, I mean, isn't that what this entire illusion of complexity is supposed to be? Like just having this motion, having the plays that look like plays from, you know, a quarter, a quarter ago, and then, you know, changing it up with the same, you know, same variance. But I, I don't, I don't see that anymore. And that's where I'm trying to see like, where's the creativity again? Because it seems like I'm seeing more four and five wide, like we used to see. And I'm seeing him check it down the field on third and five or third and four when we really just, you know, hey, pound it with Aaron, uh, not, uh, A.J. Dillon. Pound, you know, at least get, maybe get a screen game going. Or, you know, just, I, how many times have we seen in a Super Bowl or a playoff win where it's like James White looks like the greatest player of all time because he just has like all these little flat routes that he has for Tom Brady. I get it. Different offense. But still, it's not like that place or that like route is, you know, impossible to do. And I'm not. I'm pretty sure there's not always someone covering our running back from the backfield. So I'm just just wondering, like, as far as what kind of offense we're running, what kind of scheme we're having, like at this moment, based on the injuries. I don't know. Maybe it's because the offensive line is so you know porous right now that maybe they're not able to do the things that they want to because they can't you know develop routes or develop plays. But at the same time, you have to stick to what has gotten you to this point. And I mean. What? Well, they're getting they're getting dusted in the first quarter. They're coming out flat almost every single game. They're giving up a touchdown. They're not scoring touchdowns. They're punting, missing kicks, and they're kind of waking up sometime in the late second quarter, third quarter. And fortunately for them, their defense has, has been strong enough to hold teams down. But when you see when they can't do it, and now you're down by multiple scores, sometimes it's hard to, to catch back up. So if you look at Aaron Rodgers' stat line from yesterday, you wouldn't think that he was total ass in the first half. I mean, he he was overthrowing everybody, indecisive. He did not look very good. And he was back to being an MVP by the second half. You just need to see that for a whole 60 minutes. That's I think that's where my issue is right now. You, you haven't seen that yet. Or even 45 minutes. It's just been a half a football or a quarter or a quarter and a half, whatever. I don't know. I don't even have any words to say about it. It's just, it's weird because <laughs> it's, it, it's funny because like I, the, the last few weeks, I feel like I've just constantly been like, 
So it's all right. Well, like the offense will get going. Like, but I was like, holy shit, we're in week 11, week 12. Yeah, like, dude. We don't have a lot of time left. No. And, and we were talking about because, it last week. Yeah. Like, and it's weird because I mean, how, it, it's like one of those, like, holy crap, this, the season really snuck up on you kind of thing. But <laughs> it was one of those things where it was like, you know, little glimpses. It's like, okay, we're not quite yeah. kicking, but we keep saying like, oh, it's coming. But like, how long can we and say it, that before all of a sudden it's like, I don't think it's coming anymore. Well, that's like, it. And if the defense comes, the other, uh, the number three scoring defense, if they come down, I don't know, five to ten spots, and they like they're like the top half, that drastically alters what what the team can do if the offense isn't going to be scoring, you know, upwards of thirty points a game. If the defense can't hold them down, obviously it's one <clears> game, so I'm not going to hit the panic button. But it makes you think. Is if if the defense comes out next week and they struggle a little bit, and the offense can't score points, I mean, we could be facing you know a real problem there. So we were talking about it last week of the show. They have to get in rhythm here. They got to start finding their mojo on offense. I think it starts with getting healthy, getting everybody in the field. The Jenkins injury does not help at all, uh, but they got to get it going, guys, because, again, if you get to the playoffs, you, you, that's not the time to be trying to figure it out. You need to have well, it figured out by that time. Yeah, and why does it seem like our two-minute offense is like our best offense? Like, why is it like when we're under the gun, it seems like we're able to – I mean, I get it. Maybe the defense is, you know, opening up a little bit more. But, like, it seemed like on that last two touchdown drives, it was like, well, where was this? Like, Yeah, just slicing granted, down the field. Now, granted, that throw, I mean, that – that <laughs> the I guess the no timeout play, uh, obviously such an impactful play, you know, that kind of caught the defense a little off guard as well. But, I mean – Devontae shook him, and that was a pretty easy pitch and catch for, you know, 12 and 17. But it just seems so weird when they do seem like they're just marching down the field sometimes when they're in more of a hurry mode or, like, they're in panic mode and they score a touchdown. Like, even uh, even last night, like, I almost kind of thought, do you think MVS should have been – and let's talk about it real quick. Do you think MVS should have maybe sat down instead of, like, you know, for, with how much time was left on the clock? Now, granted, we all think Kirk, Kirk Cousins hasn't had that big play moment. But you're down seven. You have no matter what you're inside the red zone, which we've clearly struggled. Do you just take the points, or do you take that and just you know milk the clock? Because we've seen how many times where Rodgers never gets the ball back. Uh, how many times we've seen, and this defense did look pretty bad all game. I mean, they yeah. didn't seem to have any kind of answer to Kirk Cousins in the past game. They did hold D- Delvin Cook pretty well in the run, but I- I'm not saying that you should. I mean, you always take the touchdown, but I'm just saying the the, the hindsight kind of thing kind of comes into play when you know when you lose like that but i just would want to throw it out there no i think you have to score the touchdown there just because <clears throat> you, you had to answer you know like minnesota right, was yeah. was flying high we take one throw um and you know realistically the next play after that touchdown is you know a questionable savage interception by kirk cousins so <laughs> you know there's obviously these these you know what it could have should have type situations but um yeah, I think you have to score there. I mean, you can't. Yeah, yeah. Just for momentum purpose, you know, even though it didn't I, work in our favor, I think you naturally just have to do that. What about going for two there? Just say screw it. Let's that it. I would have. That I actually thought about because that to me that was such a, um, it was such a like daggerish type shut your mouth moment. Yeah, like do it right after they had this big touchdown that they thought they were like for sure one on. Um, and I think putting two up would have just completely deflated them. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I mean, that's again, that's, you know, we're playing. It was too much time left. If but he like, scored that later in, you know, yeah, yeah. After what we saw in our defense for a two point conversion, like, how are we never ready for that kind of stuff? Like, it, that looked like the easiest two point conversion know. I've ever seen. That hurt when like, he got that. I'm like, oh, boy. oh, my God. But anyway, let's talk about this real quick because this. Let is, me say, go ahead, let, go ahead. I just want to say one other thing, though, that yeah, I yeah. think has a huge, a huge aspect to the game. And I don't know if you were going to just bring this up. But uh, the it kind of even a little bit piggybacks yeah. off of what right, Gabbert was, was going to say was like the amount of uh, penalties like we yeah. were so sloppy and just ridiculous <clears throat> with our penalties. And I don't know. I mean, you I'm never going to be that guy that's going to go oh, well, the refs are playing for that team or blah, blah, blah. So that's just stupid. But I mean, it just it didn't help us. We never were put in easy situations. We were always from behind. And when the when it mattered the most, and when there was big moment plays, those things were drawn back because of holding calls, uh, roughing the passer calls, shit like that. So, um, yeah, it felt it felt like a very, uh, like I said, I wasn't that concerned about the game, and I actually feel like all, through everything, I think we played a decent game, except for the fact of missed opportunities, 
that resulted in or missed opportunities that resulted because of bad penalties or vice versa. And I think that that makes a huge difference. And we we've seen that throughout this year. You know, we we've been winning games by defense and by being a a, a minimal penalized a team, sound team, sound yeah. team without Just an offense play. that's been that's yeah. been humming. When you go into a a situation like that and you you know you start to let some of those things falter a little bit, you see what happens. Now, again, I'll go back to the fact that even with all those injuries and all those penalties. And everything else, still, a still lost by three, which we could have right. not lost because of crowd. I mean, so it's like, man, like it's the same situation as like all the other games that we've had, kind of. Um, and I don't want to, again, I don't want to sound like a turd being like, well, if we had this guy, but it's not like, oh man, if we had Bakhtiari, we would have won. It's like Bakhtiari, Jair, Zadarius, Gary, Jones. I mean, it's a laundry list of all pro, pro bowl. At some guys. point, you can't overcome that. Right, yeah, it's you can't gonna show and, up. And I reserves are just, reserves for a reason. <laughs> this like, game right. felt it's, like that finally like, showed up. It's like if they came, if they came to play us, and they didn't have Jefferson, Barr, Kendricks, and Dalvin, and we beat them, like, uh-huh. like we'd yeah. be like, oh, yeah, I would expect the same depleted. thing from them, exactly. And maybe that's the thing we need. Like, hey, we needed that Saints maybe. loss. Maybe yeah. that we need this, this sloppy game, this, hey, we saw what it meant when we were down, like what, ten yeah. points or whatever it was. We've seen it now. We're like, okay. Sometimes we just can't hope for the defense to do everything. And sometimes we can't just hope for the offense to do everything. You need to be a sound team together. And like what Matt's been saying, we have not seen a full performance from an offense all four four quarters of the game. We have not seen a full team, honestly, all four quarters of the game. So maybe this is the kick in the ass that you need against a huge opponent at your house in, uh, I mean, is this a, is this a three o'clock game? Yeah, it's gotta be, it's gotta be. And I think, you know what though? Like that's, that's the point. Like, It'd be one thing if we were playing balls out and we were still losing. Like there would be just like, well, what else are we supposed to do? Like right. we don't yeah. have that. We just have Which like I thought a, that was going to be well, like this guy team. comes back <laughs> and if like if Aaron Rodgers just starts well, kind of like do do your thing, Aaron Rodgers. Like that that one meme where that dude's poking him with the do stick. something. Yeah, do it, something. Does it not remind you? Does it not remind you a little bit of Lafleur's first year, where it's like they never, you yeah. never like were like, oh shit, they got it. You know, they got into the playoffs. Yeah. Obviously, they got they got yes. To the championship game, but it kind of reminds me of that a little bit. Like they're they're still trying to figure out how to necessarily get it all together. They did last year, and it was a wonderful thing to view. Um, but like you said, Fred, I think it's it's a uh, it gives you hope because they're they're able to achieve this eight and three record basically by playing really tough defense and playing opportunistic on offense enough to get enough yeah. points. But can you but, sustain that into January? We'll see. Yeah, I just want to say one last thing before we go to break. Yeah, twelve. It's year three of this system, and we said it before with this offense on play calling, whatever it might be. But is there some sort of like, yeah, okay, sure, yeah, yeah, he's good, but <laughs> yeah, I get it. You can't he's help but not be cool. God damn it, I get it. But how much time? I mean, I know there's this weird love that they have now for each other, but like, does he fully trust all the play calls that are coming into this headset? Like, does he really trust everything that's being said? I guess there's some part of that ego where he's just still like, Hey, I see something different. I'm going to, and I get that. It has worked. He does that. He does that. Like it's, he does that. And I don't think it's, I don't think it's a trust thing. I think it's no, no. Yeah. I think together, like, I think they both, this is the, how I think the dynamic between a coach and Aaron Rodgers usually works. And I think Lafleur came in and I think he had a great idea for an offense Rogers was like, yep, but I've seen some things. Right. And LeFleur was like, sure, you know, I'm I'm like, well, you teach me, I teach you kind of thing. Right, right. And then now we're at year three, and I, th- I still think there's some of that dynamic. At year, if it got to year six it, or seven, that's where the problem would start happening. Like, we started seeing yeah. McCarthy and Rogers. Remember, McCarthy was well, like, no, no, this is my fucking offense. And yeah. Rogers was like, well, no, I'm actually smarter than you, so I'm going to do this. <laughs> and I think that could eventually – it could get there. I don't think we'll ever see that because I don't think Rogers will be long, around long right, enough. Right. But I think LaFleur still trusts what Aaron Rodgers is going to change at the line because yeah. it's hard to argue and, that he shouldn't. He's earned it. And he'll right take, and he'll take the blame right. for every – Right. Yeah, every, yeah. Well, But it's a great point, Sanjay. I mean, it really is because you have to consider like <clears> – <throat> There is there there is going to be a pull there, and we see that, and I think that comes back to everyone being so upset about like why are we always passing, why are we always doing this? Well, and Aaron Rodgers, like if you're really 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 good at something, like let's just say like I'm going to take your Rocket League for example, right, Sanjay? Like you're not going to go out there and just play not your best because you're 
thinking that maybe if I come in, it might be cool to do like, you're still going to know what best play to do or best approach yeah. to the ball is. And you're not going to ever not use your skills to better the situation. And Aaron right. Rodgers is arguably the most skilled quarterback we've ever seen. It would be an absolute shame and a travesty if he didn't use those attributes on the field. So, and he knows that. And I think he's always been really good about spreading it. I think he's always been really good about being open with like running the offense, but when it push comes to shove, he's going to do what he thinks is bad. But we have seen a drop off, right? We've seen some True. more like errant throws. We've seen more bad decision picks. We've seen, I mean, that, that pick last time in the end zone or what, when he got taken down yeah. uh, in the Seahawks game, like that's a really bad throw. Like, why are you even trying to chuck that up? He even said at the end of the game that that was a bad throw. Like, I'm not trying to say that he's diminishing because clearly he's still a, a top tier quarterback. Yeah, diminish but there is are, still better. But like, you know, at some point, like he, I mean, yeah. He is starting to but like, also, okay, maybe you need to like trust a little bit more in the fact that, look, maybe I got this like play that could work if we just have the, <laughs> have you run it? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I, and I do think, and I do think that Lafleur's offense is catered around building that play to happen. You know, it, it, I think Aaron Rodgers is a little quick to get to that play where Lafleur has a system where it's like, we're going to just slowly suck them, suck them. And then boom, we'll like go after him, you know, with an MBS well, meatball or something, but I don't know. I mean, I always felt like that first half yesterday, he was doing, you know, McCarthy ball Rogers, where it was just like, yeah, ah, man. throw it deep. Because I remember like vividly we that losing, third and eight, yeah, yeah. that third and eight where he just bombed it to MVS who was not open and no, Randall Cobb was wide open over the middle. Yeah. I'm like, if you just took the half a second and didn't yeah, panic, you yeah. would have been right there. I know, man. I, and that's what I'm trying to say. When you're losing, he gets a little frustrated and that's where I'm like, does he take things in his own hands? All like, right, let hey. me ask. Let me ask one really quick question. I know we have to go to break, but let me just ask you this really quick question because this is the best way that I always compare it in my head to that situation. If you were going to play me in Madden, right, or say you're going to play Charlie in Madden, right, someone who's not very good at it, are you not going to because you think you're superior and because you know you're better? Are you not going to go for bomb plays or are you going to chip away at Charlie, even though you feel like I could easily burn him and just oh. bomb fucking balls all but day? We've seen that though. That's David Goliath. Like sometimes you I have agree. to go a little like. I understand that. But in Aaron Rodgers, like, don't you think in his head he's thinking like. That's what he is thinking. But he saw five years of that after McCarthy left, right? He saw I, five I, years of that crap. I'm not saying, I'm not saying what he's doing is right. I'm no, just right. saying, I yeah. think that's where his mindset is, is when he lines up and he sees single coverage over MVS and right. safety is yeah. not over the top. Yeah. And he's thinking, Tasty. I'm going to fucking run this. Like, right. if, yeah, and I don't I blame it. him because I'd be the same way. Like if I'm, if I'm, if it's fourth and one and I'm playing Madden and I see no safety and no linebacker, I'm running that slant, but he's not hitting the shots. He's not hitting them. That's he problem. That's problem. Deep that's problem. Exactly. That was in and that game. Problem. That, and that's so the problem. When are you got to do a heat check on yourself and be like, yo, maybe I can't hit this as much as I thought I was. Get in rhythm first. Freaking, yeah, right. But he did the last so, two to MBS. He did. I know. Now it makes sense. Who knows? All right. All right. Go hey, remember, hey, just remember, though, the <laughs> Freezer Podcast and Game on Wisconsin is brought to you by Artec Ventures. The goal at Artec Ventures is to collaborate closely with founders throughout all the investment and fundraising stages, turning their visions into successful companies. Since 2020, the Artec Ventures has helped turn great ideas into profitable businesses that make an impact on industries, communities, and beyond. Artec Ventures. Uh, when we when we come back, guys, we'll uh, we'll take you around the corner here. We got so much more to talk about, and we'll hit you up now with the, the, the big game that's coming up next week in Lambeau against the LA Rams. So don't go anywhere, guys. This is the Freezer Podcast. The Freezer Podcast is brought to you by Lakefront Brewery. Lakefront Brewery is one of Wisconsin's largest crafter breweries. Since its founding in 1987 by brothers Russ and Jim Cleish, Lakefront has earned numerous awards and created many industry firsts. Currently, Lakefront Brewery offers more than 20 different beers in 30 different states and several countries. Lakefront Brewery tours are among the most popular in the United States, with over 100,000 taking the tour yearly. Unlike most brewery tours, Lakefront was one of the first to offer beer before, during, and after the tour. Brewing flavorful, high-quality craft beer has been their passion for over 30 years. They'd love to tell you their story over a pint and a tour the next time you're in Milwaukee. Visit lakefrontbrewery.com to schedule your tour today. All right, we're back. Hey, before we get into what I'm assuming is going to be the Rams game because of our timeline, 
I have two things that I wanted to quick point out. I was going to point out one of them early on before Sanjay went on his Paul Allen rant to start off the show. <laughs> um, but I'm going to just take, uh, uh, yeah, you know, I'm going to take the helm really quick. And I just want to say that um, the freezer podcast, I speak for Matt, myself and Sanjay and say that uh, hearts are with the Waukesha families, the people out in that travesty. Um, we are a hundred percent thinking about them and it's, it's an absolutely disgusting and uh, scary situation that that happened and uh, I know my family is absolutely praying hundred percent for them and we are we're thinking about them and hope that nobody uh, was directly affected but obviously we're all a little affected in some way so we our hearts are with them freezer podcast is with them on that um, and secondly before we get too far into the Rams and we don't talk about anything else I just want a quick shout out to this guy. Forget <laughs> boy. That's your boy. Get That's your boy. Here. Take this shit out. Oh, That's out. your boy. I mean, I mean, clutch catch, clutch catch. It's a hell of a throw, yeah, hell of a catch. Yeah. Hey, hey, good adjustment. Clutch. Way to play scramble ball with Aaron Rodgers. That's what I'm saying. He comes down yeah. over the cross here. He, he slides back. Aaron I knew Rodgers you were going to do this shit. Right I knew it from the minute that touchdown hit. Uh, he's splooge in his pants. He's going to make a video. <laughs> and we're going to have to talk about it in the goddamn show. Hey, yeah, I just yeah, say, yeah. You know what's cool? Hey, you know what's cool about it is if you watch this, like, okay, first of all, Throws it up to the Lord. So everyone comes over to say hi to him. Rogers has a moment right here after Jenkins where he comes in and talks to him. He's right here talking to him. And then for just wait till the end right here. Who's he? Yes. Like he's so yeah. jacked. That is like, yeah, of course he is. His first touchdown. Of course he I'm is. Just saying, I'm excited. I'm yeah, excited. Hey, for I'm, I'm all, hey. Hey, I don't care who the touchdown goes to. I'm always happy. That's awesome. Super, I mean, <laughs> super good guy. Super yeah. well-deserved. And I'm excited to see him start to get sprinkled into. The I am too. Honestly, because there's nobody else. So he might as well. And it was a good catch. And I was like, <laughs> okay. So hey, there we that, go. Hey, I'm glad. Hey, no, honestly, uh, thank you for saying both of those things. Uh, that does. Yeah. Obviously, that's what we are about. We are a family show here. And we. Um, we do say a lot of bombs, f bombs, and s bombs on here. But we, in the okay. end, we're all about family. And if any, like you said, anybody affected, we our hearts are out to everybody. So, um, it is Rams week, and we do have to talk some football. And hopefully, whatever we just kind of uh, had in our little coffee debate here about the last game, I, I mean, things have to be changed here going into this game because you ain't playing uh, Mike Zimmer and his, you know, scared of Aaron Rodgers defense kind of thing. Now you're playing against. Uh, a pretty good goddamn defense with a couple all pros and one being one of the scariest men on defense uh, against no Alton Jenkins, no David Bakhtiari, no help whatsoever. No Myers, uh, no nothing. No Myers, yeah, it's exactly. terrifying. Yeah, uh, so guys, it is Rams week. I, I just want to really quick ask you guys because this is – and I'll start with Matt real quick. Matt, I know your experiences in Lambeau, you know, greatest experiences of your life right other than maybe you know your wedding you know <laughs> meeting but sometimes i wonder in these big clutch games you know like uh, now in the playoffs it's a whole different animal but in the season i have noticed and i don't know if you've noticed this yourself but sometimes the nf uh, and i hope you guys noticed this in the last home game the media guy on the uh, Jumbotron was absolutely awful. Uh, he played two songs, no no audio. He played the he did the the bottle races in the first quarter, which is unheard of. Yeah, uh, I was I was just confused on that whole end of it. And then we saw more. Uh, he didn't do the hey offense is qua- uh, offense is working. Let's quiet. He only did that once in the game that I could remember. Uh, Matt, I know you don't remember a lot, but Fred. <laughs> sorry i just had to have some way to bring back that moment Jesus, uh, but that was rough <laughs> yeah it was right that was really good though i like really it was funny because it was funny because uh, yeah. when you said it you're like when you're like they did the bottle races in the first quarter matt was like huh? they did uh hey no guys rams week yeah. this week i really do hope that uh the the whoever's at that game it uh just please cheer well, I, I will say this. So <laughs> I, I'm going to get in. I'm going to get into discussing it and then we'll we'll drop predictions since we went yeah. nice and long here in the beginning. Um, I will be at the game. I'm taking uh, your boy, Shisham Yabra. Um, Little E. To, yeah, taking. Well, taking not, yeah, bigger E now. Um, so we'll be there. Which is, it's funny because when we first kind of decided on that game, it was like 
just a genuine excite, like just a thought process of like, oh, the Rams have some talent. You know, see Aaron Donald. Now it's you know you got OBJ, you got Jalen Ramsey. I yeah. mean, Jalen Ramsey. You got John Stafford, uh, Von Miller. I mean, yeah, it's it's be kind of come kind of become a star-studded affair. Shocking for LA. Um, so here's where I'm going to go with it. I'm just going to, I'm going to talk a little bit really quickly about what I think is going to happen and then I'll drop my prediction. Yep. Um, super talented. (laughs) Like, I don't know what to say. Like (laughs) LA is super talented. We're talking about some generational talents in Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald. And I'm even going to give generational talent to John Stafford because I think he's super freaking good. And I think people don't understand now a couple bad weeks, Three mm. weeks ago, you would have been, uh, you were on the John Stafford train. Don't act like you weren't. Hey, hey, you, they you, didn't go on 16 in Detroit without Matt Stafford, bro, all right? Bro, they didn't go 0 16 in Detroit only because anything. they had no defense. No. Um, he had Calvin Johnson. He made the playoffs. Okay. Go ahead. Go anyway, um, <laughs> he's a jump. <laughs> besides the point, I just think that they're super, super talented. And I think that we have a, a boat ton of injuries. So it's going to be, a, it's going to be an uphill battle a hundred percent. And the only way you're really going to beat that is like what we talked about earlier. It's going to have to be a run game. It's going to have to be quick passes. It's going to have to be the same similar approach that we had, like in Arizona, things like that. Um, the problem is, is that I don't know if we even have the ability to do that with how many injuries we have. I don't know yet quite who's going to be back. I don't know if Bane Gary gets back. I don't know. I've, I would assume we don't have obviously box Yari. So we have now three guys out on our offensive line. Um, you know, Zadarius, I wouldn't assume is coming back. We have no idea about Jair. I mean, we're very, very depleted. So I'm very concerned about it. Um, and I just, I just don't think I can pick us to win. Um, it's going to be just too difficult given the circumstance. So all things considered, I'm going to ch- select <laughs> with my first pick ever against us not winning. I'm going to say that LA beats us uh, 31 to 27. <laughs> oh my God. Are you kidding me? Well, this is it. Now, listen. Now, here's my thought process here is I think that we are right now in an absolute uh, twilight zone in our in our season, right? We just lost this last We're in game. Something right now. We have a, we have a ton. We have a ton of injuries, right? We're going to be playing one of the the, the oh. hottest teams coming off of a bye week or a long week, and we have to go into them. Now, I would assume, right? I would assume that we lose against Minnesota, <laughs> and I'm going to guess that we lose against the Rams. Then we go into a bye week, oh and God. then we come back. And we absolutely don't try to fucking justify this now. I'm don't not, justify the loss. Just take the just, loss prediction. I just said it's a it loss. That. I said it's a loss. But what my point is, is that I think we have a stretch of two game loss here. We take a bye and we come back and we go on a run. That's what I'm where, saying. Where the hell were you? Freezer podcast fans that are all over the nation. Uh, <laughs> you heard it here first that these two assholes that always give me grief that I'm not a Packer fan, that I'm not, I'm like some fucking like, you know, Satan spawn that I ever would pick against the Packers. You pick, and then I have to go, you pips. I got to go you do pick all the like basic. You pick like us losing to the like Saints, Cincinnati. The Saints. That was a big game. That was a big ass game. No, don't give me that crap. You're a big ass game. I, dude. I am, but. So you think you think us you think us playing against one of the hottest teams, the Rams, with Hall of Famers on both sides? I know what they have on paper. I didn't even give you my prediction yet, but you still right, like so it. shut up. Don't let's don't. make this known. This right, asshole down Mac here. Let this Mac asshole Mac too. Mac you're not Mac the only one. Go oh, up, drag me into this. I have nothing to do with this. Nothing to do with it. Fred, I have to tell you something. I am. <laughs> I am disappointed. I can see it. Deeply, it's hurting my heart. I'm loving it. I hurt and disappointed by this. I'm happy. You're finally being realistic. You're finally being factual, it's Freddy. Not, it's just it's, factual, just, Freddy. Just, <laughs> it's too. It's too many injuries. It's too uh, many injuries. This is great. This is absolutely great. Go ahead, Matt. Oh man. Go ahead, it's Matt. Too we many got, injuries. We got six minutes. Go. I, I, I want to like a balloon right now so I can like let the air out. So it goes, you know, oh, and it goes around okay. and that's yeah, what I need. Uh, All right. I can't wait Why to don't be you wrong. Get, a, get something other than that flag. 
Okay, no flag, flag, Dan, if you do, Dan, if you don't. Okay, uh, I, I, I will be say, you see, he, he's like, I'm not even going anywhere. What's the point? Sell the tickets. I'll take them. I'll fucking go. Jesus. Okay. Uh, I fully recommend right now. I can't wait for us to, I can't wait for us to beat him like 63-7. Just so I can be like, yeah. All right, go ahead. Um. Packers 35. No, 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 no. So, okay. Guys, guys. So this game obviously worries me a bit for everything Fred said. Everything Fred said is absolutely true. I think Green Bay right now is limping into this game. A lot of question marks. Um, Are they going to be over to be able to overcome it all? I, I don't know. I mean, the Rams are all coming off two straight losses, albeit now it's a bye. They're not exactly humming along either. Um, But what worries me is the two biggest things. One is the pass rush. Even if Gary's back, how effective is, is he going to be with one arm? I mean, he kind of needs two arms to be a good pass rusher. So it, it makes you wonder. And two is going to be, is the offense going to wake up? Because you're going to have Jalen Ramsey is going to just lock down Devontae. He'll get some catches, but he's not going off for 12 catches for 150 yards. So where are you going to find the other production, the production from? Is it going to be Lazard, EQ? Is Aaron Jones going to be back? I don't know. Uh, so tons of question marks going in here and, Clearly, there's many reasons to pick against the Packers. That said, I can't do that. So I'm going to go ahead and say 28 to 27. Packers by a point. Suck it, you two. Go ahead and pick against them, Sanjay. Do it. I dare you. <laughs> do it. What? I can't do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> this guy is in his own fucking mountain all by himself. All right. Do he, it. He is earning this week as just the chum of the week. All right. This is what <laughs> Sanchez would have picked against him, but Freddie's he's let Fred take the heat for it. I see. Strategy. <laughs> That's why I always let you two idiots go first. So <laughs> hey, look. I think Fred's regretting his look at him. That's a face of regret. Fred, he's like, nah, what nah, did nah, I nah. do? What did I, I do? Fred has a point. Fred has a lot of points, right? Fred has, so, you know, I just said. The, shitty, the shitty thing is, is even if I'm right and we lose, I don't feel good about it. No. I feel oh, terrible about it. You gave me enough shit for picking us to lose. I never said I loved it. I was just going based on the facts. Be yeah, realistic. That's what I do. That's how I pick it. Look at right? My mother's disappointed in you. Fred, how many, how many periods are there? Yeah, one, two, three, four, five. I'm that's a lot. Sure, I'm pretty you sure screwed Susan up. Jensen did this to Matt when he would get in trouble or come home late and like just you know, Matthew, miss right? Yeah. Matthew, yeah. Matthew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, I have us losing this game. I really do. I just don't. Oh my god! And <laughs> I think we lose. Uh, we lose pretty fashionably, actually. I think we lose uh, seventeen to thirty-five. I really don't know. Yeah, I didn't what... even say. That. Oh my god! <laughs> I just, what is? I am I sleeping? Is my dreaming? What show am I on right now? What is this? You're two clowns. <laughs> I can't leave my bro hanging. I can't because you know what? I don't think we win this game. I really don't. I had this game as a loss on the uh, preseason uh, 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 predictions with you, Matt. So I gotta stick to my gun. My guns here. I gotta. Dude. I mean, what kind of man would I be? To my son, if I don't stick to my, you know, to my, like, oh, my, morals, yeah. my, you know, my. No, no, no. Your son's Moral not a compass. human shield. Don't even try. <laughs> He's only seven pounds. It can't be much of a shield. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I really don't see it. I just think there's too much to overcome before the buy. I'm just hoping that. <laughs> yeah, what's up, big fan? I really hope we can overcome uh, the game by not, not having any serious injuries. Uh, I mean. I hate to say it, but whoever's going to that Lambo game, <clears throat> they're going to be going home. Nobody's going to tune into the show. Next. Look at it. No one's going to come back next week. They're going to go, wow, I, yeah. I have plenty overnight. of shows to choose from. Why would I watch these dickheads who pick against the Packers? <laughs> well, hey, hey, you're part of that dickhead group. So, like, no, I'm not. I, didn't, I, didn't, I don't associate with this. I don't do this. <laughs> Look, either way, if they somehow win, which they won't, Fred will shave. Oh my his head. god! Fred will shave his down. head, and he will he no. will do it for charity. He was gonna give locks for love. Um, the, the pig I've got like seven locks. <laughs> <laughs> so he will be shaving his head if they win. So come back to the show on Monday because it's gonna be a victory Monday. And I <laughs> deeply regret everything I've said tonight. <laughs> I you look you look sick recorded. to your stomach. 
I feel sick to my stomach. He said it this morning. Folks. I never he thought I'd him, see the day. Hey, this is what happens when you're a negative Nancy. And well, you know what? We might have to change his name on his little Twitter handle. Yeah, I, I think so. At Fred Thurston XXII. You could follow him at, at FredNegativeNancy.com. Like, that's <laughs> where you could just follow him at. <laughs> <laughs> you, you suck. You suck. You know that? You freaking suck. Look at, have, you ever seen, have you ever seen two people more happy to pick against the Packers? Look at them. It's like they're at a comedy show. This is hilarious. Oh, my team's going to lose, and then they're going to lose huge. This is great. First off, I, you all expect it from me. I am I am that guy. When you get it from Here's the, the difference. The, Here's the, the difference. That you, have, you have gold and green field, in his blood. And you have, you have a cackling witch the over there. <laughs> you are the grandson of a Hall of Famer. Should be Hall of Famer. And you, you picked us to lose. You he know what he's so saying upstairs? <laughs> he's so Fred. You gave him an out. You just vindicated Sanjay for all of his picks against hey, us. Hey, you know what? <laughs> we love every single one of you. I hope you guys are tearing up in laughter as much as we are because <laughs> this is awesome. We should have this guy's face. Sanjay's gonna go up for beer at this. He's gonna go celebrate. I might. I really might. I we might Taco have Bell. this as our best video we've ever done in our entire existence as a three show. Pick right. against the Packers. Yeah. Holy great. <laughs> Good content. Hey, enjoy the game regardless. Enjoy your family. Enjoy everything in life because, hey, life yeah, happy is a everybody. precious thing. Enjoy your Thanksgiving because that is why we're here. We are all thankful for everybody that we have in our lives. We're thankful for you to come every Monday and watch us before Monday Night Football, even though this game sucks. So, hey, enjoy. Have a great one. That's Fred. That's Matt. <laughs> <laughs> that says it all right there, right oh, there. Hey. Oh. Face palm.